Chris Rock lets a white man say nigger. LeBron James getting Jew money and then apologizing for it. And the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. All these things we're going to cover in this Christmas episode of Hanging with Apes. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. This is K-Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the side side of Chicago. Like always, there is explicit language at times, so be advised. Like always, go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes, then go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com, sign up for our newsletter, and check out our music, audioapesmusic.com. And SoundCloud and Apple and Spotify, we dropped three new songs this month so far. We got one more coming before the new year, Friday, right before the new year. So, uh, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to to everybody, and and also thank you guys for continuously listening. The show does continue to grow, and actually, we're probably on pace to have our second best month ever. I feel like we keep saying it, but we're keeping really good track of these numbers and the show is growing. So I I think we're going to surpass it. So thank you guys so much. It really does mean a lot. You guys are making this Christmas very merry for us. So jumping into it, Chris Rock let, well, this is the narrative that he let Louis C.K. say the N-word. And and with the hard R, so nigger. He does say in the clip he does say nigger. He doesn't say nigger. Yeah. He says nigger, or he doesn't say the N word like N word. He he says it. He he says it out loud. Mm-hmm. Now for some reason, Louis C K isn't getting the flack for it. It's Chris Rock that's getting the flack for it. So let me provide a little bit of context to this N word debacle. There's this clip from. Some sort of HBO late night special that they had going on where you have Ricky Gervais, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, and Louis C.K. all in the same room, sitting on couches, chilling, four comedians, talking comedy. Their process, what it's like, everything. And I don't know if you remember this, but during the time of Falba Funny, I actually had sent that clip to you. No, not that particular clip, but that whole special. Like, I, I was actually, yeah. like, very familiar with that. And I never took offense to that part when I came across it. Yeah, it, it's it's I, pretty old. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's really old. Uh, what, 2011, 2012? Yep. So in there, in there, uh, the the word, the subject of the word comes up, the N-word. And um, Louis C.K. very openly says the word. And you can see that Seinfeld is a little bit taken back by it. Ricky Gervais isn't really taken back by it. And Chris Rock is like really accepting of it. The only black comedian there and he's very accepting of it. And he says in the clip how he is familiar with this guy using that word. And now all of a sudden in the last few days, the clip has popped back up. It's circulating on social media and people are like, oh, my God, how could Chris Rock let him say that? How come he didn't check him? Um, 
the Joe Budden podcast posted a little clip of saying, oh, Jerry Seinfeld is the real G because yeah. he he doesn't check um, Louis C.K., yeah. but what, he's more so, like, analyzing it and, and, like, asking Chris Rock, like, can he say that? Like, you know, is there yeah. an issue with that? But you got to understand that these are four comedians examining the depths of language, their tool that they use in delivering their comedy. And yeah. it's, I'd say all in all, the clip that's pulled from it is about a minute long, yeah. a yeah. minute and 12 seconds, something that like that. So I do think that like a lot of this is being taken out of context because it was a very long conversation and yeah. a very good, interesting conversation. And the thing of it is, is all four of them are different in their own ways. Like Louis C.K. has not only said nigger, he's also said faggot. And he's probably... I mean, I've watched him live. He's talked about killing a baby, an infant, like crack, like breaking his neck. <laughs> like, if you know Louis C.K., you know that that's his comedy. It's a real dark humor. That's that's his comedy. But Seinfeld, but but with context associated, because see, that's the problem. Like a lot of times when somebody says that, oh, well, somebody has talked about killing a baby, or <laughs> or if, like says the word fight. It's like there's context to it. You know I'm saying like he admitted to killing a baby. No, I'm just kidding. No, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same. That's the same problem here. Is like they're talking about even even actually in the clip, although it's a short clip, like you said, he they're talking about their difference in each other's comedy. That's really yeah, what the conversation is about, it, exactly. And like, the, there is even though it's again a small clip, you could gather that. Like that's Lucy Kiss. Like, yeah, that's where you and I differ in our comedy. Because you could tell the Seinfeld is like, nah. And he even said, he said, uh, I don't see the humor in that word, nor do I seek to find out, find the humor in that word. Right. And that's and that's that. And then if you watch Seinfeld's comedy, you see why. That's not even in the realm of, of what Seinfeld. what he does, yeah. And it's like people checking Chris Rock right after, weeks after they were checking Kevin Hart about the whole faggot thing. I mean, I feel bad for these people when they start watching Raw and start dissecting the shit or watch any of Richard Pryor's shit and start dissecting the shit. Like, woke Twitter should probably only watch Bill Cosby when it comes to older older stand-ups because, like, you're not going to be able to withstand, you know, all all the the shit that's being talked about, you know, like... Shit, don't watch Robin Williams, you know? Don't and, watch all these people that, 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 that and, kind of push the envelope. And, and comes a lot of them might be, like, totally okay with not watching any of those people, and they might not feel like they're missing out. The problem is, is that how do you go through life having your behavior and your mood dictated by a word? That's my thing, because... Some of them, it might be very easy for them to be like, well, yeah, okay, I won't watch any of those people. I don't care. Well, I'm not missing out. And that's fine. I'll, I'll go watch Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer. And, and if that's their prerogative and, and their preference, they're, they, they're more than welcome to do that. The problem is, is like how far do you think you'll get in life by having a word like like unhinge you like that? You know, it's yeah. it's it's a word. And you have to realize that you're giving the word power by being so offended by it. You're giving it the power that that 
you're saying it shouldn't have or that you're advocating that it shouldn't have or 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 or, or being a social justice warrior so that it, it doesn't have this power you're giving it the power yeah like a lot of times i feel like there's so many guys out there that intentionally do things that Noah's going to piss feminists off because you've <laughs> let them know that it pisses you off. Yeah, like you, yeah. you, you, you give them the power, the, the very power that you seek to take away or, or feel like they're, it's uh, unjust that they have. You give them the power. Like I'll never forget recently uh, when Red Dead Redemption came out. I, I guess there's a non-player character in Red Dead Redemption, like a feminist chick. And like it's like the you know the olden times, but she's like spewing like feminist propaganda, like the right to vote and everything like that. So yeah. some dude in the game like walks up to her and is like like beating the hell out of her, and like he posts it on like social media, and it sparked an outrage, as he should have. But what's crazy, <laughs> what's funny about it is that like you know that it's gonna you know it's gonna spark an outrage. You're doing like you're doing that. And then the women that are responding and like are outraged, don't you know that he's doing it for this? All you're doing is like giving him the 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 validity that he sought. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it just makes me laugh because I know that that's like that's trolling on another level to do some shit like that. But it's funny though. It's it funny. Is. It's very funny. That's and and then that's what where we get back to the original. Uh, topic of the conversation is that it's comedy comedy is meant to to provoke and cause you know a little bit of controversy and you you have to be able as jerry seinfeld said he how he said he doesn't he never found the humor in it and that's fine he's accepted that but he's he's not but he also accepts the fact that two other members of that group did find the humor in it yeah, and that's important. It's like okay, you've found the humor in this. Well, even because because you know, British comedy is very like dry, and and, and kind of like a rude. This is kind of there's like a rudeness to it almost. Yeah. So you saw Ricky Gervais was unfazed by that. He said in the video, he's I I I don't use the word, but he's laughing. You know, he's laughing about it. Like it's it's not. You should be unfazed. I have a lot of black friends that are unfazed by white people using that yeah like they're on un, they're unfazed like me like when, when it comes to that like i've never like like associated like like negative towards the word like because i mean with the mixture of my background like i've i've like in in encountered racism from from blacks, from Hispanics, the it's just like, and it's crazy because I've angle. I've encountered more racism from like like my own people than I have from like white people, and and I have like encountered situations where it's just like I'm not like Hispanic enough for the Hispanics, yeah, yeah. nor like black enough for blacks. It's so it's just like oh, but and and I guess like at such an early age, like I've become like very unfazed to that stuff like that shit doesn't yeah. bother me at all like spick nigger like i don't give a fuck like yeah. i don't give a fuck like obviously if you're if somebody is saying it like 
maliciously it still doesn't bother me i don't care obviously that's like a person that i'm not gonna befriend yeah but it's just it's just something that is just like okay like you're entitled to feel the way that you feel i mean but i mean yeah but there's people who feel just they could sit down and pretty much judge you or, or 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 judge things that you do or you know things that you're about or just any anything that they could pretty much pick on and it's like just be comfortable with your life and 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 what you choose that that that's cool because i'll look at like let me give you an example um a lot of i, I mean i gotta like think of like someone who like people would just look at me, oh so like again we've talked about him before six nine tattoos rainbow hair and all this shit and all this stuff and it's like i've seen people or i can see people and i have seen people too like they'll talk about oh what garbage all this tattoo and all like oh how dare he be like this this and that but like you are like that you just hide it like there's a lot of people that that they act like they're too good to feel or say things but they'll say that shit closeted yeah and not be straightforward about it so like you're over here pointing and saying oh this person's trashy what why because they say what they feel right off the bat and because like they don't right. give a and fuck because you're fake and you choose to to be to, to, to pretend to, to, to be seal your true identity yeah you're you're a hypocrite is what you are versus this person that is openly saying something in the realm of what m- some may consider offensive, but yeah. at least it's creating like an open dialogue about it versus oh well we don't we don't do that we don't and 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 it's 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 ridiculous it's so ridiculous some of the things that that people get upset about and let me tell you this it's not the first time Louis C.K. has done that because uh, Patrick O'Neill I want to say he had like a podcast and like Patrick O'Neill was like. And he's dead now. Rest in peace. He was a, a black comedian. Oh, Patrice O'Neill. Uh, oh, Patrice. I said pa- Patrick. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill. I was like, who's Patrick O'Neill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patrice O'Neill. My bad, my bad. But uh, he was like real, like, not about being sensitive. And like, he was like, say what you feel. Like, it is what it is. Stop being. He hated PC culture. Yeah. And and, uh, and he had him on the podcast. And Lucy K was, again, saying the word. And. He was laughing with him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it just well, depends. I know somebody that that a white guy that openly says the word <laughs> around black people. Yeah. And you you find yourself in a position where it does force you and maybe this is something Louis C. K. has like discovered early on. Like it really does force you as a person of color to be like, yeah, you know what? Like that, this word really doesn't have that much power. Like people yeah. are so like scared of it, but like that, it, it, yeah, it is like, and like, and then, and then it's funny. Cause this person I know that does it, he'll be like, he'll, he'll jokingly do it almost sort of in a way to like, in a lighthearted, uh, like, like to lightheartedly provoke, the people yeah. around and, and but but not not provoke them in the sense of of in a negative way but provoke them in the sense of being thought provoking so you'd be like man like man he's like i don't i, I don't get y'all niggas like something like that but yeah. it's like saying in a way where it's just like hey you know what it really isn't and 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 i feel like 
it really does take some degree of being intellectual to like sort of travel that and navigate it. Cause I'm not yeah. saying that somebody should just be so like accepting of it yeah. because I get that for a big portion of history and time. If somebody is telling you that somebody saying something is bad and people shouldn't say that, or this particular group of people shouldn't say that or whatever. And that's what you've always been around. Yeah. I get that, that like, this is what, this is what you know. This is your culture and everything like that. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not saying for it to happen without challenge. Yeah. My problem is is that once that challenge has presented itself, for you to not deal with the challenge, like you're running away for, from it versus the whole. Like, and that's yeah. one thing that I do respect about Milo Yiannopoulos. He doesn't have a problem with somebody saying the word faggot, and he's no. gay. Because he's challenged himself to the point where it's like, listen, maybe even to this day, it still like stings a little bit when he hears it. Maybe he doesn't care at all. I don't know how like yeah. his exact sentiments, you know, how he feels inside. But it's something that he's he understands that it's a word and it's going to be said. Yeah. And yeah. and you can't you can't give it more power than than it's it it's worth. And not only that. I mean, it just again, it just depends on the context. Like, for example, if you're somewhere where like people could be uptight, obviously be smart enough not to say it. Like, like. But even then, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, well, I. What depends? Like, for, let me give you an example. Like, the other day at work, one of the guys was like, "Man, you never put in for coffee, man. You always get coffee, right?" So, so then I was like, "What do you want from me? I'm a fucking Jew. What do you want?" And then and like. I said it real loud, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, I don't know who the fuck, everyone at work knows, like, we don't give a fuck, we say whatever the fuck we feel, like, you know, and so I said, like, what do you want? I'm fucking Jewish, mm -hmm. and like, <laughs> so, some, of the, some of the people were, like, laughing their ass off, because, because, like, because, like, Habibs didn't know what to say, he was like, oh, shit, like, like I beat him to the argument, like, what do you want from me, you know, but, I can imagine, like when I where I used to work, which was all like Orthodox Jews, they would have probably thought I was like, I was like trying to diss them, you know, because they're and you know some of them are real uptight, yeah. So it's like they would have probably thought I'm like I I'm I'm anti-Jew or some shit, and it's like and it wouldn't be the right people because they're like they're like real professional, right? But it only it only wouldn't be right because in a sense you were reliant upon them for like employment at the time so yeah. it would have been one of those things where yeah. like you probably would have got in trouble and because yeah. in the context of, of right the, so and that's where like like certain comedians when they're like at a certain level which for the most part everybody in in this clip that we're referencing is like a a, a very high paid comedian well, I mean, Top. some of them are, like, not really in the limelight. Like, I don't really see much of Ricky Gervais anymore, and we already know what happened with the Me Too thing with Louis C.K. Yeah. But Seinfeld and, and Chris Rock are still, like, amongst the top five earners in comedy. You don't have to abide by certain rules that you didn't want to. So I get what you're saying in the sense of sometimes you got to be smart about when and where you say things. But I think that's only because sometimes you're reliant upon these these places or these people to get to get by. But a, a, a real person in their heart of hearts 
that is like not bound by these restrictions would would not and and that's where somebody like like why Trump is so popular in in a lot of ways because he really has the resources to say what a lot of people I don't want to say what everybody wants to say but what a lot of people want to say yeah a lot yeah. of people want to say and and it, it it really is like language and words they can be liberating like people yeah. don't people don't understand that being willing to say stuff and do stuff it's like it's like like wow like well this and 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 for for an example i i would tell people like and i tell guys this i was like you ever are if you're ever having like a hard time like you're out on a date or whatever and you're having a hard time with a with a woman that like you're not like really familiar with ask her what is something awkward or weird or or different about you that you don't normally tell people <laughs> and a lot of times a lot of time not all the time but a lot of times it's going to be kind of like sexual in nature or or something like real yeah. private but you'll see how like that kind of takes all the locks off the conversation and like it's going to start flowing because a lot of times why guys struggle with with women when it comes to talking is because everything is like so like reserved like well i can't go too much this way i can't go too much that way i can't and now yeah. it's like all right well i don't really know what to talk about without offending or whatever but once you remove those 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 covers from it the conversation starts getting good and it starts heating up yeah. and it's the same thing with comedy it's it's an art form that's delivered through words and through dialogue and yeah this is how you unlock things and you know shit people don't people need to understand that but i feel like if people were a little bit more analytical they would understand that like they analyze things deeper yeah yeah like like humor breaks the ice too <laughs> like right but it does break the ice but the thing is it only do so much if the humor is is limited because because oh, yeah, well, yeah. like if the humor is like like real like lame it's not gonna it it's that's exactly what it is it's lame you know yeah. it's, it's not it's not sparking nothing up like like i came i went to uh work late and uh the first thing i said when i when i came in i was like they're about to you know start talking shit playing around and i was like hey you ever and this was like i just walked in <laughs> but it, it's weird because it's so true i was like you ever you ever sleep for a long time and you and you just wake up because the amount of sleep that you're getting is very suspicious <laughs> like everyone just started laughing and then it was like everything was good you know what i'm saying which is weird i don't know if that's ever happened to you where like you don't put your alarm clock and you wake up like you're the natural i guess time clock in your body and when you wake up you know you fucked up yeah like that shit is because you're too well rested. Yeah, like and you just wake up like like perfectly. Like you just wake up and then you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had that where it's just like, uh, yeah, I feel too good right now to. This shit is way too suspicious. <laughs> but, but like, everything in life is just funny because it's like those are the little moments in life. Like like things that 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 are kind of like even. 
not not so much bad, but like you know, don't go your way. That you could find humor in that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and that's where I would put Seinfeld, like in the little things, kind of mm-hmm. like Mitch Hedberg too. <clears throat> yeah. Just you sometimes you state the obvious because the obvious is so obvious that you don't even pay attention to it. I think it's important though for people to be willing to step outside of their cultures because I, 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 and I think when you have the willingness to do that and you're more open-minded about that stuff, you become a lot more open to things because you have a better understanding. But there's a lot of people that are too, uh, what's the word I want to say? I think it's ethnocentric where they're too about their ethnicity and their culture. And then they, they're very, um, Silly about it. Like, I'll give you an example. I recently saw this uh, video on YouTube. And I want to say that the channel was... You, you know the, the 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 now this? Like, it's like on Snapchat and all that. It's like a periodical that they uh, that they put, like, little videos and stuff. It's, like, real politically based. Yes. Well, they have one that's called Nerd This. And it's, like, about movies and stuff. But they're... they're um, their analyzation of these things is like really laced with like like social justice warrior politics and stuff like that at times yeah and there's one particular one where the girl she was talking about whitewashing which like for people that don't know what whitewashing is is when they take a fictional character that's of a race other than white but then when it comes to like the live action version of it they have a white person playing that character yeah but what's funny is it about that is that she totally skips over what a lot of white people have called out blackwashing. Like if you're gonna go that route and talk about, oh well, this fictional character should not be played by a white person, well then there are fictional characters like Nick Fury who's played by a black person. And it's he the like Samuel L. Jackson does a really good job at that. And so, but when when she when it was her time to like go over it, she's like, "That's not even a thing." It's like, well, that is a thing. Now you're being yeah. now like you're being so ethnocentric that you're not even making sense. Yeah. If you're gonna call when white people do it whitewashing, then when black people do it, it's blackwashing. And then I imagine when Hispanics do it, it's brownwashing. Like, then let's be yeah. fair across the board because what you do is you totally illegitimize your argument because yep. it's like if you're not going to address that well then we're done talking because a logical person can't 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 like we can't keep talking because you're you're not dealing in logic and and that's the thing where <coughs> th- like that's my point when it comes to being able to step outside of your culture is like a person that is able to step outside of their culture is able to see that as like okay well if you do want to have this whitewashing argument then, then that means that this argument is also on the table. Yeah, yeah. And you have to be able to do that. And and that's why I feel it's like a slippery for, slope for a, for for in large with with my life. I feel like it's gonna sound like bad, but I don't think it's bad. I I've always kind of been culturally like a man with no land, like in in terms of. Like what my culture is, and and I'd imagine like whenever, if and when I ever have kids, it really is like a mixture of a lot of different things. Like I'm not like for instance, I don't listen to Latin music. Like I don't I don't listen to it. I I don't 
like the the only time I listen to it is if it's like something that's like really popular and a lot of people are bumping yeah, it and it's yeah, like yeah. I really don't have that's no no choice to listen to it. Where I know a lot of people that are Hispanic that they listen to Latin music. They're very familiar with it. They know the artists. I don't know these people. Like yeah. I don't it's not it's not my music. So there's a lot of people that like right there, like culturally, that's different. But a lot of times I, I wonder if it's or do you like this just because this is what like you're accustomed to or have you really ventured outside of what you're accustomed to to find what you really like? Exactly. Because 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 I I have just like, for instance, there's a lot of like really, really like big, like like Hispanic and black movies that people like hail as some of the greatest movies ever. And like, I don't like think they're that great. Like no. for instance, like one movie that I, a lot of people will probably say that this is blasphemous, but I don't think the first Friday is like that great of a movie. No, like it's, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's it's like, like, but people talk about it like, Oh my God. Like for, it's like, okay, it's, it's okay. Yeah, like it's I right. would much rather watch super bad. Oh, hell yeah. But there's people that would call me crazy for that, and that's and and that's my point. Is like, are you willing to step out of your culture to find what you really like, or you so confined by it? Now, for instance, now, but now there's the other thing. Now, like when it comes to food, there within the realm of of my culture, there's there's a lot of food that I like, and I'll take that food over a lot of other food. So but that's my point is like having the open-mindedness to find what it is that you really like versus what you're kind of programmed or, or, or structured to yeah. like. Not only that, but it's like, it's so, it makes living life like so much more interesting. Like, and more abundant. Yeah, yeah. It's way more abundant. Yeah. Cause I remember like a guy from work went to like some concert and I, and I was hearing the music that he, he was listening to and I don't really, well, actually I do actually love folk music. So like when I like country music, it has to have that like Americana folk type feel, which is the weirdest shit. Cause I never grew up listening to folk mu- folk music or Americana, but for some reason, like I don't like mainstream country. So if it has it has to be folkish. So when I heard that, like the band, I ended up fucking shazamming it or like kind of mm-hmm. listening to the lyrics, and I ended up being like this new band that or I don't know if they're new or not, but new to me, and I was badass so like i'm here listening to dead south fucking <laughs> mexican puerto rican dude from south side of chicago that didn't grow up listening to like fucking this type of music but i'm interested in it but but see some people they'll like they'll stop that shit right yeah. there like, oh no no fuck that fuck that fuck that people ain't talking about this the same was it and 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 it is and and then at the same time like having that mentality, it does sometimes cause a little bit of controversy because like, for instance, I actually tweeted this and I, I, I didn't like purposely tweet it to be controversial, but I tweeted it cause I felt like it needed to be said. There's a picture of like Jay-Z, Meek Mill and fabulous, like leaning on top of like, it looks like an old school Cadillac or whatever. Like then it's like, you know, they're all leaning against it and, and, and they take a picture and then juxtaposed to that picture is the same image, but next to Fabulous, somebody photoshopped Bow Wow in, in the picture. And then and so somebody on Twitter, they were essentially making the point that like jokingly, but making the point like who would put Bow Wow in this picture? And 
so one could assume what they're saying is who would put this weak ass rapper Bow Wow in the picture with these good rappers. Yeah. But me, again, kind of out jumping outside of the the culture box, I was like, the one without the picture without Bow Wow only has two garbage rappers in it. Yeah. Versus the one with him has three garbage rappers yeah. because even though this is not a popular cultural thing to say, yeah, yeah. I think Meek Mill and Fabulous are garbage. I don't think they're good rappers, and so yeah. the only good rapper in that image is Jay Z. Actually, but but, yeah. but but there's a lot of people that in the realm of our culture would be very upset at that. But then my challenge would be to them is substantiate how these motherfuckers are good rappers with their horrible deliveries and their their fucking their their fucking f- surface level lyrics like please i just realized um meek mill is philly's version of fabulous think about that it's like fabulous in new york is what 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 meek mill or like uh what was the dude from uh jay-z's camp Me- memphis bleak which i thought like why why you know like people were like oh he's gonna be the greatest i never i didn't i don't remember like many people jockeying memphis bleak though i remember people were like not not how i see them jockeying fabulous and and meek mill those guys aren't even in the top 100 but anyway that's neither here nor there but but that's just you being honest and i feel like living your life restricted going back to the to vocabulary it's just not fun and not like you being you now obviously if if something upsets you or makes you feel uncomfortable and you don't want to use it of course you have the freedom not to use it like right like, just like you have the the freedom to be upset about it my where where my issue is is that when your your anger you in in your anger or out of your anger you want to start to dictate what others can can say or what and who's the guardian of what or who should defend what no this is your issue just because you take issue with it doesn't mean that that person has to take issue with it so i mean this is so closely tied that i want to ask you what do you think about lebron james apologizing for his well let me backtrack a little bit LeBron James loves rap music so what he does a lot on Twitter uh and uh yeah well on Twitter I've seen it on Twitter I don't know if it's on Instagram he you know anytime there's like a new album so let's say like the Meek Mill album came out or like the Eminem album he'll bump it and then he'll be saying he'll he'll say the lyrics and and in this particular instance which was like I guess like yesterday or within within the last couple days he was he was reciting you know again listening to music driving around and, and reciting uh lyrics and 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 in the, in the in those lyrics he said uh he said something about uh getting get, getting this money like I'm Jewish so everything is kosher or some something al- along that realm and everything blew up people were upset Jewish people were upset. People were upset that, that, oh, well, why would you, you know, why would you say that about Jewish people? Jewish people aren't about that. Don't say that. You got to apologize. So then he, he apologized and, and he said, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend anyone. Um, actually, I, I, I felt it was more of a compliment 
that I would say that Jewish people are good with money. Would you, how do you feel that at the fact that he even apologized for that? I think it was weak to apologize. And someone who shares my sentiments, according to their Instagram pages, Milo Yiannopoulos, because he posted right before we started the episode, I look and I saw he posted about that particular topic and uh, he's not happy. And it's funny because he is Jewish and <laughs> that that's the thing, man. It's just like, what, what, what is this that people are outraged about it? But if you're going to be outraged, okay. But the idea that that outrage gets to you to the point where you're going to apologize, I don't rock with it. Like, and you know what? I think there needs to be more explaining rather than, and I, and we covered this not too long ago of there should be more explaining of actions as opposed to apologizing for actions. Like sometimes when you explain the action, obviously it's not going to sway everybody because some people are just upset and mad just for the sake of being upset and mad. But there are some people that in that logic of the explanation might sit back and be like, ah, you know what? I guess I kind of see what he's saying. And, and, and I think we're everybody, society, the world is better off for that. And see, what what's funny to me is that it's LeBron James reciting 21 Savage lyrics. No one's t- saying anything about 21 Savage, which goes back to depending on how you sell yourself as a person or how you let people know this is what I am. So like rappers are unfiltered, uncut, will say it, they don't give a fuck, never cared. So no one's saying anything about 21 Savage. If you notice, it's always people that already have a certain a certain image, mm-hmm. right? Like, like compare something that maybe uh, Oscar Loyal would have done in his prime, you know, like burn money and then Mayweather burning money. Mayweather never cared. That's his persona. I don't care. I, I don't give a fuck. So, like, although it was a controversy, it would have been a way greater controversy had it been the golden boy, mm-hmm. the pretty boy, fucking Oscar Loya, never does anything wrong. Oh, mwah, let me kiss this baby real quick. Yeah. I can do no wrong. Yeah, the problem with that is that it's not real, though. But but this is what I'm saying. Mayweather doesn't. Mayweather, he, I know it's his persona and everything, and that that that's cool. But when when you've heard interviews, when when he's talking to stuff, he's pretty much that person, just like less, I guess, flamboyant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's pretty. He's a pretty non-apologetic person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like, I remember when when uh when they were trying to <clears throat> trying to make a. A big thing about uh, McGregor using the word boy. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought, boy, or whatever. And, and and they were trying to, like, make Mayweather say, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong. And it's like, this is all for show. Like, you guys, this is a show. Like, yeah. we're not going to go there. We're not going to make this into some politically correct bullshit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, LeBron James has the power to, to, like you said, instead of apologize, explain. Listen, 
This is something that I feel that's good in the Jewish culture. You might not agree, you might not agree, or you, you might not agree, you might you might agree, but that's These the are way. My sentiments. Yeah, those are my sentiments. So I'm not holding back. And, exactly. And, and you know and, what? And that would be that would be more than sufficient. Yeah. And 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 wait maybe wake some people up a little bit versus going back at it, give another notch on the belt for the social justice warriors. Oh, we another one. We got another one to yeah. Nah, stop. If you feel like you genuinely did something wrong, yeah. then that's different. Yeah, apologize if you feel like you genuinely did something wrong. But something like that, there's no way I can believe that he believes that he did something wrong. No. He's no. just doing it to save face. Yeah. And and, and uh, you know, the NBA didn't end up finding him or whatever. And they would have probably I find hope, him. I hope not, shit. Yeah. The well, fuck? yeah. It, it, people were, were looking to, to see what, what was going to go on with that. So so in every report that he says, oh, the NBA will no longer pursue this or whatever. And to me, it's like, fuck that. You know? Like, and I love Seinfeld. But Seinfeld's comedy is, is safer. And then you see that the dollar signs reflect that because he does out-earn Chris Rock. By a lot. But I'd rather be Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd rather be Chris Rock because th- that humor is a lot a lot more well-rounded to me, in my opinion. And, and, and then when you look at, like, different art forms, you see, like, the people that kind of, it's safer and more universal. They'll make more money. I'd rather lose a couple dollars but be myself and say what I want than mm-hmm. to be a puppet, oh, you know, or or be a slave, really, to to my to to money, like like to money, like oh, I have to do well. I can't say that. I can't say this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm de- I'm sure Kanye West doesn't doesn't sell as much as Drake, but Kanye West is Kanye West. Like he does what the fuck he feels. His music reflects that. The subject matters of different songs reflect that. And I'd rather be Kanye West, you know. Yeah. And and uh, that's something that I think that with all all, all this stuff, it, it's very important because we go. I go back to the to the Prince Harry thing. Like when you're a person that's in the limelight, when you're a uh, an idol, you know, when people idolize you, and you're and you're kind of one of those people that that people look at to, to for you to push what, culture what, forward. What Prince Harry thing. The remember with the with the him not going uh, pheasant hunting. Oh, from the last episode. Yeah, from the last episode. Um, we talked. We touched on this in the last episode, and uh, and it rings true even for for people that play in the NBA or or, or musicians or. Or anybody again that's in the limelight, that's big, that everyone looks up to. It's like you have to be very weary of the things that you do, because then you enable you enable others. Now, I'm not saying that 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 you should do that just because. Oh well, I gotta guide people in this certain way, but you just gotta allow for people to see that you know, you know, I'm me and I'm gonna be me. So you should be you, and not let all these people. Uh, Dictate your behavior. Yeah, dictate your behavior and and, and 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 follow them around like sheep. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just be you and Absolutely. be happy being you. And it's speaking of being happy, being you, one of my favorite Christmas time movies, It's a Wonderful Life. The premise of the movie 
is this guy. He's um, on hard times, rough, rough stuff with the family, rough stuff in business. The, the, the town he lives in is rough. They owe money. And he pretty much feels like he's being like a burden on those around him. He feels like a failure. So he ends up wishing that he was never born. And so once he wishes that he was never born, uh, he has like, I guess one could call it like a Twilight Zone experience where an angel comes down from heaven and has to help him realize what the world and, and everybody he knows what their life would be like had he never been born. And then through that, he realizes like how much joy he brings to people and everything like that and then at the end you know the angel ends up getting his wings because that's why he had to help him to get his wings and stuff like that and um it is it is interesting though because that movie it can really make you think especially like in this time of uh like you know, your you, people like with their families and, and holidays and, and everything like that. Sometimes people don't, I guess, put too much thought into their contribution. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't you don't realize like the the lives that, of uh, you know, of the people that you, you like, you know, you don't realize how you affect their lives, you know, of the people around you and stuff yeah. like that. And sometimes it is crazy. Like if you sit back and think, it'll take you down a wild ride. If you think of like, wow, like if I was never here, like what the people around me, what their life would look like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'd be yeah. it'd be vastly different. And I think you know that's something that uh, a lot of people should take the time to realize. And then in that, when you find the value in your life and the things that you do, I feel like you then is where you find to the 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 want or the ability to live life more abundantly and not you know give in to all these limitations that that yeah, so many yeah. people want you say like, you know listen i'm living my life you live your life yeah and you got to be happy with with your life you know like when you put a lot of the small things into perspective, the stuff that that you're about, that your family's about, you realize like, you know, it's nice Christmas gifts and all that stuff. You know, we're we're in the season when it when commercials will have you thinking like, hey, we gotta buy gifts. Oh, look, look at all these movies, families and everything. And it's like, I mean. It's not about that, really. Like, it's not really about that. I mean, we talked about it before that episode. Like, it's more about that with the kids because kids have that innocence in them. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's like, whenever whenever around this time I, I go to my parents' house, man, I just enjoy the conversation. You know, I live it up. And, and it's just another day. You know, I got to work in the morning, so I'm not going to stay too late. But, but, like, I do really do appreciate that because, like, just recently, you know, we went to, to a friend's uh, wake. And I was thinking, you know, like, this is sad. And and, and this person, you know, died at, at an early age. You start thinking, like, damn, like, 
whatever car he had or whatever, you know, valuable shit he had that, that messed up in the... None of that mattered, you know? Like, that shit, like... Like, he lost his life. Like, he's not going to be back. His mom, his 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 dad, his, his sisters, brothers, I mean... All that they're not gonna be able to enjoy a Christmas Eve. Like who gi- who gives a fuck about some some gift? You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, who cares? Like he's not there, and and you think about that, and you're like, man, that that sucks. You know that really does suck. And then and then you go back to how like the movie, he's wishing that he was never born. Yeah, and it's like you gotta think like there's people that love you. You know, there's people that love you. There's people that that you've probably helped get through some hard shit you know like without you even knowing just a laugh or a joke something is like that that had somebody's mind thinking one way and then you might have said something you might have complimented this person without even realizing that you complimented them and they're like wow you know i didn't think like that and and then and then that's where the the value comes in and i think it's important that people you know, through their actions, let each other know that from time to time. Because yeah. I think that also alleviates a lot of other problems down the road. And we've covered this on the show plenty of times, like when it comes to like some of these mass shootings and stuff. There's a lot of just people that that are just kind of lost and, and yeah. you know, they don't know, you know, where to go and stuff. And so you do want to, it is important not only to just see like the people in your life who you love and and are, are close to and everything, but also like the contribution, like yeah. like man, because sometimes it's the little things like you don't realize, you know, it's like sometimes people in order to feel like they're contributing, it's like there's like a there has to be like a price tag on it. Well, oh, I don't get paid for this or I don't, but but sometimes you you don't realize that the day to day interactions of the different things that you do whether it's through hobbies, through yeah. work, through interests, it all it all makes a difference and it's important to 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 recognize that and and realize that all of that stuff, pretty much everything that we cover today, the the grand subject behind it is to live life as abundantly as possible with the 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 self-awareness to see what people mean to you and what you mean to be what, what you mean to people the self-awareness to recognize how you contribute to the world around you and not just your family but the world your your, your community society your friends everything and how those things contribute to you and then once you have that great foundation to realize that you propel the species forward by being less limited, having the hard conversations, saying the words that others are not willing to st- say to start the dialogue and everything like that. So let that lesson be our Christmas gift to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. That is our episode for this week. We'll be back next week. We're out. Peace. Peace. And Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Ha <laughs>